Hi, welcome to Couch Talks. Here we have eternal conversations from <laughs> a not-so-eternal couch. So come on in, take a seat. Let's enjoy God's presence. Well, boys, this is it. This is we, it. We are live. We're live. We're here. Episode We're number one. Finally. <laughs> it's been a long time coming. Uh, Nate and I, I believe we've been talking about this for over a year now. Uh, we gone through should we do yeah. uh youtube videos should we do facebook uh facebook live you know not, yeah what what should we do and uh we've got pastor joe here with us who so lovingly allowed us to use eternal life and their awesome podcast setup and uh we get to start now we get to uh and it's awesome yeah it's great to have you guys <laughs> i'm glad to be here man it's awesome <laughs> So, uh, as you can tell, this is our very first podcast, um, and today we want to just introduce a little bit of who we are, why we're doing this, and uh, yeah. we hope you enjoy. Yeah, so. a little bit of a testimony, so yeah. that you guys know who you're listening to, you know kind of what we've been through, uh, obviously not everything, but eventually everything. Yeah, we'll get there. We'll get, yeah. We're definitely going to get there. <laughs> yeah. yeah. It's a journey. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. It's it is kinda, a journey. I just had the thought of like uh, you know the Hobbit or Lord of the Rings. They got this long journey. That's going to be this podcast. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> three hour movie. Yeah, this will not be three hours. Don't well, worry about that. I'll cut Nate short. Don't yeah. worry. <laughs> Zach says he's just going to give me this look. Yeah, no. I told him to punch me. So yeah. hopefully, hopefully he won't. Um, I want to. We want to start with just just letting you guys know that this entire. Everything that we talk about is going to be about your identity. It's going to be about who we are and everything that we have come to learn walking in our relationship with the Lord at up to this point that we are. Obviously, we don't know everything, but but we, we're going to. Like, the, you know, Scripture talks about increasing glory. Like, we're going from glory to glory to glory, and that's so awesome. So we, I want to read um, 1 Corinthians chapter 2, verse 12. It says, we have not received the spirit of the world, but the spirit who is from God, that we may understand what God has freely given us. And that that really is what we're here and why we're even on the mar- on the mic, not the mark, why we're here on the mic. So that you, hopefully through our stories, through our testimonies, through how God has moved in us, hopefully it will help you understand a little bit more about everything and what God has freely given you because he, he has. It's he gave you a free gift. It's awesome. A gift of salvation. A gift of Jesus. Yeah. This is just a, a little look into kind of our our everyday conversations. Um, Seriously. Over <laughs> over the years, uh, I've known Nate for, uh, man, it's five years now. I think five years. And we've grown so much in Christ. He's, <sighs> he's taught us so much. And he's changed our conversations. Our just sitting in my living room on the couch. Yeah. Talking about Jesus. That's what we just tend to to turn to and God's really put on our heart to just share that with people and show you know how awesome it is to be a follower to be a believer um and just encourage people so yeah, yeah. I, I mean I don't know that I've ever I know like Zach's is a house that I know that when I go over there 100% of the time we're going to talk about the Lord in some way yeah and it, it usually I mean when it wasn't last night but the night before like ten thirty, yeah. I mean that that doesn't sound like that late, but 
for us old folks. They they have <laughs> they have a child, so it was late for them. But I mean, it was probably an hour and a half that we just talked about our families and how God, what God has shown us through our families, and and just the relationships we have and how that's affected our walk with just when we we just talk and what flows out is is God. It's awesome. Yeah. Yeah. You know, that's one of the things whenever, um, you know, I just met Nate, uh, what, what's about five months ago now? You guys came to one of our men's conferences yeah. here, yeah. At, uh, Real Men's Conference, and man, and our hearts were immediately knit together, and it's uh, we've already had some moments where I was like, all right, we're going to go home, but we're sitting out in the truck, and the next thing you know, we're we talking about Jesus, and then yep. the worship music comes on, and we're just lost in his presence. Oh, yeah. yeah. And and it's because, you know, we just, we, we have this insatiable hunger. Yeah. And hunger for God. And, and you know, I've, I've shared with you guys many a times, I said, you know, you know, Paul says, unto me who am the least among all saints is this grace given that I should preach among the Gentiles the unsearchable mm, yeah. riches of Christ. And when I began to hunger after him, and, and I see that hunger in you guys, um, that hunger's never went away, and I've I've discovered that I'm just scratching the surface, guys. It's <laughs> incredible. Yeah. Just, yeah. yeah, but yeah, I absolutely I absolutely agree, man. Um, I've been raised a, a pastor's kid. I've been church uh, my whole life, and um, man, there's there's several times before I really came to a personal relationship uh, with Christ, I I kind of felt like I'd hit the max. You know, I'd, I'd done it all, seen it all. I could recite scripture to you I could you know put on a mask kind of a, a deal and but then I came to know Jesus the actual man of Jesus mm-hmm. and, and just it's absolutely incredible what he's done through that and uh, it's like you said we're not even close to understanding just the incredible majesty of, of God no. um, and it's been amazing to see the way he He's changed, you know, our conversations like we're talking about now and how we look at people, how we treat people, how we just walk around in Walmart, you know? Walmart, that's where the kingdom's at, man. Absolutely. Seen many a healing in Walmart. Yeah. Yeah. If Walmart's taking you five minutes, you ain't, uh, your eyes are shut. Let's let's put it that way. (laughs) You need to open up those spiritual eyes of yours, okay? (laughs) And there's all all kinds of opportunities out there. Yeah. Um, But the scripture that keeps coming to mind, um, and it was actually my verse of the year uh, two years ago is Romans twelve two, and it says, therefore do not conform to the pattern of this world, but be transformed by the renewing of your mind, yep. so that you can test and approve what God's will is, Absolutely. His good, pleasing, and perfect will. Amen. Mm. You know, it's just amazing that He wants to be that close with us, that intimate with us, that He wants us to know what His will is. He wants us to know His thoughts. Um, and walk just as Jesus walked. Yeah. And it's it's been way more fun to be a believer now, knowing him and understanding identity. I, we're not even close to having full understanding, yes. like we've been saying, but just touching the surface, understanding, you, know, you know, and yeah. getting this baseline uh, has been dramatic, I think. I mean... I think it's Paul starts to talk about some some things and and he he starts off by saying these are the elementary this is elementary the elementary part of the gospel and then he lists them and you're like that's elementary whoa <laughs> like yeah. you know it's kind of like that that's intense but at the same time 
the more you walk with the Lord, you're like, oh, duh, yeah, that is element. Like, yeah, that's, duh, you know, like, of course. Yeah. Um, it's a lot simpler than we try to way make more it. Simple. Yeah. Way more simple. Absolutely. Way more simple. It's profound. Yes. <laughs> but so simple. Yeah. I was just listening uh, to Dan Muller today um, talking, and he was talking about being analytical and overanalyzing things and mm. just enjoy the simplicity of it. Amen. Don't make it stupid. Don't make it impossible. You know, if God says this, then this is true, you know? Yeah. And we get to live that. Um, like, like I got my Bible open right now, and 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 in uh, First Corinthians two, verse uh, sixteen, at the very end, it says, "But we have the mind of Christ." You could be like, well, "Yeah, but like, listen, if you're talking about scripture, and the phrase but comes after yeah, but like it gets it's it becomes demonic. Like it scripture, it, it's you just gotta believe it. You gotta have a simple mind. Yeah. You yeah. know, you just gotta instantly. Yeah. Instantly, you're you're trumping God's truth and will with your opinions this yeah. is what what we're doing and uh man that's that's been hard but super fun at the same time to learn and grow <laughs> yeah. In. Yeah. yeah yeah you know when you when you listen to what I consider you know some of the great men and women of the faith and they ask them all the times like how did you you know see all these people healed and how do you see all these miracles and every account that I've, you know, researched and studied, they always say the same thing. Just believe. You know, and, and we look at that verse, it says, these signs shall follow them that believe. And I think Nate and I were talking about this the other day. Yeah. yeah. And we, we, we kind of make that into like, well, those that are saved, these signs shall follow. But it's actually talking about those that believe that when I lay hands on the sick, they shall be healed. Yep. Yeah. That, yep. you know, that God can do miracles through me. Yeah. That's that's all it is. I, I I wanted to share something, you know, that uh, this guy that we were at a uh, cafe the other night, and yep. um, a few weeks ago, how many? About three oh, weeks? Like, what do you think? Yeah, three or four. So yeah, about three weeks. Four. Man, I and it was so uh, such an awesome experience. We're sitting there at the table, you know, we got our food, getting ready to pray, and uh, sometimes, you know, the waitress comes up, you know, we as Christians, we don't really consider those that are serving around us. We don't, yeah. you know. And we, we make it very awkward and we bow and pray and they're kind of standing there not knowing what to do, you know, with hands in their pockets. And yeah. <laughs> and this guy here, man, he just, he looks up and he says, hey, man, we're getting ready to, to pray over our food and thank God for this awesome food we're about to eat. Is there anything that we can pray for you? And she's like, well, yeah, actually you can. I don't remember exactly what it was she asked, but but then we, he's like, well, hey, join hands with us. Yeah. And I was sitting back and I was like, man, that was so simple. Yeah, but so profound, and I'm like, right now we're we're praying over our food, but ministry is happening, and yep. and what an awesome way to not make our those that are serving us feel awkward. Yeah, we're including them now, and but at the same time we're we're loving on them, and by the end of the night we're praying over half the staff. And yeah, you know, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, it yeah. was it was it was an awesome experience, and I, and I learned something in that. And, yeah, um, it's. I'm oh, sorry, man. Oh, I was just. I mean, I, I grew up in uh, in a youth group, and my youth pastor, we would go to restaurants, and he taught us to do that. Because, that, I mean, I, I've seen a bunch of Christians, or I've been in the situation, they're like, all right, hey, let's, let's pray real quick. All right, God, thank you for free, bless it, amen. And that was, God has, that's not, he's not listening to that. He has no, yeah. that's not pleasing to him. But it, when you truly decide to honor him with the meal that's before you, that's pleasing. And, yes. and when you can look at someone who's going to serve you, 
which by the way, whether they do good or bad does not de- should not depend on the tip that you leave because we have been called to bless them and <laughs> to love them. Absolutely. Uh, you know, scripture says to pray for those who persecute you, to, to love those who mistreat like you we are to love our enemies and pray for those who persecute you. Yeah. That's that is word for word in scripture. And so if you're like, oh, they were awful, <laughs> I'm not tipping them, you you're not representing the kingdom. You're now misrepresenting that would not be Jesus. Um, and so he, he taught us that, like, before you, you were going to pray, if a waiter comes up, just say, hey, is there anything we could pray for you for? Because it, it, it is a way to just love on them, and it yeah. is a way that doesn't make it awkward, like, oh, because I've been in situations where you start praying, and, I, like, I just saw the waiter look up, and so obviously I look up, and I'm like, yeah, they're feeling awkward right now. You know, like, <laughs> you know, and our goal is not to make people feel awkward. It's Our goal is to love them. Sometimes they start yes. to feel awkward because they don't know how to receive that love. But it shouldn't be awkward because we're excluding them. Yeah. And that's not the heart of the gospel. Yeah. I think all this is comes with an understanding that we carry the kingdom. Everywhere we go. Everywhere. That's right. As, as as Jesus sent out the disciples, he said, tell them the kingdom of God has come near to you. It's near. And we are doing the same thing. And so everywhere we go, we get to we get to create an opportunity for other people to come into the presence of the Father. Yeah. Yep. That's incredible. Yeah. You know? And, and I love how you said, because he was saying the kingdom of God has come near to you or come nigh to you. Yeah. And, and I can't remember where it was. I was reading the other day. Whenever I saw it for the first time, I was like, oh, my goodness. It says the kingdom of God is inside of you. Yeah. And so everywhere I go, when I began to pull from that that is within me and began to minister, the kingdom of God is actually manifesting in that moment. Yeah. yeah. And we're, we're looking for this tangible thing like, you know, out here. But, no, if we want to see the kingdom of God manifested in this earth. Yeah then it's going to be us <laughs> going yeah. around doing it. And that's, that's yeah. aw- I mean, it's just mind-blowing to me, and I love it. It's just, yeah. yeah. I'm, I'm thinking of, of Scripture where it says, if anyone is in Christ, he is a new creation. Amen. The old is gone, the new has come. And just, you will never get to experience these awesome things if you don't just believe that. Mm-hmm. That's all it takes. Is just reading yep. it and like, no, no way, God, you actually mean that. You know, when when you said it is finished on the cross, you actually meant that. Yeah, and I get to live this new life because of what He did. It's done, finished. I get to start from that point, move forward, and love. I get to love God, and I get to love people. Yeah, and yeah, like if we, if we could get to a spot where we one hundred percent believe. That when we are justified and forgiven, that God remembers our sins no more. Mm. Yeah. That that East and West can't even wrap their minds around it. Like yeah. that's that's how far it's separated. Yeah, that scripture that, doesn't say if you remember. <laughs> no. <laughs> like a, a lot of times we're like, God, like, would you just forgive me of this? And he's like, What are you talking what are you talking? No, like, I don't even know what you're talking about, you know? Yeah. Like he doesn't he doesn't remember it. He, he looks at us as a son and a daughter. Our problem is that we don't look at ourselves as a son or a daughter. We, we try to walk in his presence and yet still hold on to sin that we did in the past and think that that's always going to be with us. And God's like, you're a new creation. That's 
Old things are passed. Old away. things are passed. Yeah. Yeah. Don't try to drag around a dead body. You know, don't. Yeah. Just, just be in my newness. Just be a son. You know, just you know, I, in Acts, when uh, when the Holy Spirit fell on all of them, and they're like, "Whoa, what? What are you guys drunk?" And then just Peter just shares the gospel. And they're like, oh, my gosh, what should we do? And he goes, believe and be baptized. Yeah. yeah. Just believe and be baptized. What was it, like 3,000 came to know Jesus yeah. that day? Like, we we so complicated. If you could just yeah. believe. Yeah. Man, you're. I, I heard a phrase. I forget who I heard it from. It might have been a guy named Todd White. But our, our hearts will take us where our minds will never go. Like, we just, our heart, we just got to believe. We just got to trust <laughs> that God's word is true mm-hmm. and what he says about us is true and that we have access and the authority that he has given us because he said he gave it to us to walk and represent him as ambassadors of Christ Yeah, everywhere mm-hmm. we go. Yeah. If you, you know, I was talking to a youth student one time and they, they were like, well, you know, I kind of feel, I don't feel like I'm close to God when I'm around people that aren't, you know, good. And so I was talking to her about that, but a lot of times that happens, you know, if people who don't represent Christ are around us, we start to not feel, we feel weird. It can happen, but we shouldn't because we, we represent him. Yeah. Like you should be able to walk into a room filled with people that hate Jesus and you should feel so close to him because he's right there. Like you, yeah. you should walk in and just represent him, you know? It shouldn't be like you're trying to judge them or correct. You just love them and watch God's love take a man's heart that is stone and turn it into a heart of flesh. Yeah. yeah. Uh, so we're, you know, we're going through that 21-day uh, fast here at Eternal Life. Um, that's been amazing. Um, but one of the scriptures was talking about um, Zacchaeus. Uh, and <laughs> I've heard that story all grown up a thousand times probably. Um, but God just dropped a little bit of knowledge on me, uh, a little bit of understanding, reading through that again, understanding Zacchaeus's position at that time. Mm-hmm. Zacchaeus was the lowest of low. Not only was he physically short, which you're going to literally look down on him, but, you know, that ten, we tend to, as guys, we like the big, strong dudes. We respect them. Little guys, not so much. We like the Sauls, not the Davids. Exactly. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Exactly. Plus, plus he was a tax collector and a tax collector for the enemy. You know. Yeah. So, this dude was at the bottom of the pit. Yeah. You know. But Jesus stopped, went aside, and said, "I'm going to your house. Mm-hmm. Why would I be any different? Yeah. Yeah. You know. So uh, yeah, that was cool. I, I was like, no, I can't believe I missed that all these years. <laughs> Thank you, Lord. <laughs> It's so true, man. Jesus, all he just picked out. He picked out those that thought, the ones who thought that he would never choose, he chose. Yeah, yeah. And that I love reading that because when I look in a mirror, I see the very same thing. I would have been someone that I would have thought there ain't no way he's coming to my house. There ain't no way he's choosing me. There ain't yeah. no way he's gonna heal me. There's no way. But man, ever since I've known him, he has never stopped choosing me, and he never will. Yeah. I mean, he's. I mean, I, I, I. To live is Christ; to die is gain. Yes. Like, like to live is as Christ. And I, I was talking to the Lord about this maybe last night. 
Like to live is, is Christ. And yes, that means Christ, but Christ is everlasting. Like he is the way, the truth, and the life. So to live is Christ. To live is to live like Christ. And to die is gain. When we die, we will get, like we get to gain eternal life. But etern- you know, Jesus says that eternal life is that they may know you. Yeah. Eternal life is that I can know God the Father. Like right now, I can know Him, and in knowing Him, I have eternal life. And so, to live as Christ, to die as gain. He calls our flesh to die. If any man must come after me, he must deny himself, take up his cross, and follow. You got to die to yourself. You got to lay down your life. You got to go under the water till the bubbles stop coming. You know. Yeah. Sometimes, literally, mm-hmm. maybe I don't. You know. <laughs> but yeah. you got to die. You you have to die. Yeah. You cannot go throughout those. You can't wake up in the world and you're like, all right, you know what? I think I'm going to do what I'm going to do today. No. Like what? He's yeah. not pleased with that. You know? Something that just God revealed to me as you're saying that not only are we killing, you know, our fleshly desires, temptations, you know, like lust or greed or, or anger, things like that. But we're also called to kill our false humility mm. that we don't deserve what God's paid yeah come on eternity for yeah that heaven went bankrupt for us you know and mm. for me to sit here and think oh god i got it i'm i'm so sorry i'm awful i i don't deserve you i'm yes i got to die to that too yep you know mm-hmm. yeah so it i think it, i think a lot of people are walking are, are not experiencing the power of god because they are so strongly rooted in false humility yeah yeah, you know, I I think sometimes I was reading the uh, story of the prodigal the other day, and I love that story. And we and there's a lot of people that have yeah. had commentaries and things on it. But one of the things that occurred to me as I was reading it the other day is that it doesn't say that he came out of the hog pen and said, "Well, I'm going to take a shower and get myself all cleaned up, and then I'm going to go to the Father." Mm, yeah, it says he arose and he said, "I'm going to go to my Father." Yeah. <laughs> still yes. with the stench, still with everything on him. Yeah. And the father, when he saw him afar off, he went running to him. Yeah. And he put on him a robe of righteousness and a ring on his finger and shoes on his feet. Yeah. And and I think about me sometimes that I know that God has pulled me out of that hog pen. Yeah. But sometimes I still have that smell, kind of lingering smell in my nostrils of... <laughs> yeah. of where I was, you know, and I think, oh, man, I just, I don't want to put on that robe of righteousness. I don't want to put on that ring, man. I, you know, I just, I don't even deserve to be a servant. Yeah. But what God has called us to is to be a son. Mm, yeah. He says, I no longer call you servants. I call you friends. Mm-hmm. You are the sons of God. Yeah. And, yeah. And, and he says, what God is waiting for in this earth is the manifestation of the sons yes. of God on the earth. Yes, yeah. That's what we're talking about here. Absolutely. Yeah. And I like to think of the story immediately after Jesus di- just died on the cross, the boys are going fishing. <laughs> <laughs> They're like, well, that didn't work. I'm going on the boat, casting our nets. And in our human terms, we would think, Jesus's next step would be, are you guys kidding me? I just did this for you. But instead, Jesus is on the beach and he calls out children. Mm. And he's making breakfast. And he's saying, buy that. 
I still know who you are. I know who you were created to be. I mm-hmm. love you. This was Ooh. all on purpose. Yeah. Come hang out with me. I want you with me forever. And uh, that's just amazing to me. God never, ever, ever will ever forget your identity. Yeah. Ever. And when he calls you, he calls you from your identity. He always speaks to us. He, he speaks to who you yeah. are, yes. not to who you think you are, not to what you were, not to what you were doing. He speaks to who you are. He will never, ever, ever forget your identity. Like you're, if you're a son, you're a son. If you're a child, you're a child. I was, I'm at my job today, and uh, one of my coworkers, uh, little son was in there, and a, a guy came in, and we were, we were already closed, but he came in and he wanted something, and I was like, dude, I'm sorry, we're closed. Can you come back tomorrow? And he was like, yeah, sure. I was like, okay, awesome. And he left, and the kid looks at me and goes, dude, that, that guy looked like a hobo. And it, <laughs> it kind of sounds funny. <laughs> But and I'm like, oh, you're so did, brutally honest. Yeah, <laughs> I'm like, how does even? That means he had to be told or taught or he picked it up that 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 people that look like that are called that. Hmm. Hmm. Jesus wouldn't have called him a hobo though. Hmm. Jesus would have said, "That's my son." True. Yeah. Man, that's Jeff. You know about Jeff, man. Jeff, yeah. I'm, I love Jeff so much. Yeah. Yeah. And it, it hit me because I, I thought he had, he had to know that term from something. But that term doesn't belong in the gospel. Like, G- Jesus never would have called somebody that. Yeah. And there's so many times that we, we look at someone and we're like, you know, or, or we, we find out information and someone walks up and we're like, oh, my gosh. We just have to, like, throw up this information about somebody that we just heard called gossip. Yeah. When instead... If someone walks up, you know, hey, who is that? You know, that's, I don't know who they were, but they were in a hard day. And you know what? I'm just, God loves them so much, though. Yeah. yeah. You never hear that. You hear the opposite. You hear of how they frustrated you or how they upset you or, or you spill the tea on some information <laughs> that you're just so dying to release. And it's like, man. It comes natural we, to us, too. It, did, it yeah. does yeah. come natural. I, you could be at work and you find that information and your flesh can be like, ooh, I need it. And it's like, no, you need to die to that, you know? If we could just, if we could just see people the way he sees them, yeah. If we could just look at someone and go, man, I don't care how you treat me today. I don't care what you do to me. You cannot steal from me the love that God has planted in me because yeah. they didn't plant it. He planted it, and yeah. they can't uproot this plant. I, I love that you said it comes natural because it used to, and that's all we have to do is believe that we have a new nature, mm-hmm. that Christ has given us a new nature. Yep. Um, and. Nate and I were talking about this a few months ago. Um, God just wrecked us <laughs> with, uh, Come on, I'm going to read the first verse. Everyone's heard it. Romans three twenty three. For all have sinned and fall short of the glory of God. And we stopped there. That's, that's where most church services will, will preach sermons and sermons and sermons on this. And we are stuck in our minds that I am never going to be worthy because mm. I've fallen short. I will never attain the glory of God. But if you just read one more verse. <laughs> just, it's actually like the same sentence. The same, same sentence. I'm just an old dirty sinner saved <laughs> yeah, by yeah. grace. Yeah. But get this. <clears throat> and are justified freely by his grace through the redemption that came by Hallelujah. Christ Jesus. Amen. If you would just read a little bit further yeah. and understand that 
Jesus is saying, no, I paid so much so you don't have to be stuck there. Yep. And so Jeff, whoever Jeff is, so we can love him well. And so I can see in myself the the redemption, the righteousness that has been poured over me as well. You know? It, yeah. Dude, I, I, I have heard Romans 3.23. That's, Yeah quoted so many times or the Roman road if you've ever read that and just it's in there and when it's in there I've never seen 324 in there yeah and if I hear someone talk about it I don't know that I've ever heard someone preach 23 and not include or do that and then just not include 24 like usually they just always say 23 and I don't ever get to hear the the rest but like like, I'm going to read it from 22. This righteousness from God comes through faith in Jesus Christ to all who believe. There is no difference. For all have sinned and fallen short of the glory of God and are justified freely by his grace through the redemption that came by Jesus Christ. God just gave me a, a, a little bit of a revelation on that. Check the emphasis. Yeah. Check the exactly. emphasis on Boom. Our, what I was about to say. Yeah, <laughs> our, our manly... Our, are created by man gospel tracks and the living breathing word of God. Yeah. Our our what we've grown up in traditionalized we're all about beating up the man. Yeah. Yeah. And God is saying, "No, I created you in your mind. Yeah. You're going to live with me forever." Yeah. 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 We make the point verse 23, but that's not the point. Yeah. No, it's what's around it. Woo! Okay. <laughs> okay. So <laughs> Calm down, bro. <laughs> yeah, I guess got really excited. Um, I have heard people preach, mm-hmm. and their emphasis is God is so worthy, and because we're so unworthy, mm. that's why he had to do what he did. Mm. It's not. It's because he saw how worthy we were oh, to, to host him. That's why Jesus laid down his life. Yes. Because we were worthy to die and host him in us. Otherwise, he wouldn't have done it. Yeah. And you don't hear, I have heard so many sermons preached the other way that, you know, just because we were so awful, he so had to come and do what he, yeah, he, man, we're just there, <laughs> man. Yeah. Say worm, you. Yeah. you know, like, it's not, God wasn't like, oh my gosh. God loathes you. Yeah, like, all right, they messed up so much. Man, their debt is getting... All right, Jesus, you probably should go now because this is just going to get worse. No, he was like, like, I guarantee you Jesus was so pumped to come to this earth. Yeah. Because, I mean, you just just go read the gospel. You'll see just the way that Jesus lives his life. Yes. Everything he does, even when he's like, like, how much, how much longer do I have to be amongst this perverse generation? He's not calling them idiots. He's saying like... I you got I, I need you guys to get this because yeah. I need you to see yourselves the way that I have always seen you from day one from creation from God saying let there be light yeah, yeah. not the perverted view that the enemy has sold you on yeah, yeah. like yeah. he's always seen us as worthy yeah. and we struggle with that's the, like the one thing that we are like man I'm never worthy to have him like uh uh-uh. uh like uh uh-uh, he can't have me it's like and that's that's essentially why we we sin and we never can become come into our yeah. true identity because yeah. that that perversion of we don't truly understand who we are yeah and that and because of that we live in essentially in perversion yeah yeah 
Absolutely. And we build churches around it. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I've, I've got a sticky note in the beginning of my Bible, and it's one of my favorite phrases. It says, mm-hmm. Jesus came and became what I was so I could become what he is, a son. Mm-hmm. Yeah. His whole purpose was so that I could be restored, bought back, brought back, and, and created back into sonship with my father the same that he had with his father. Yeah. 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 And so with that, I think that's a great closing point. That's what this entire podcast is going to be about. We just want whoever's listening, whoever you are out there, that God loves you so much. (laughs) It's ridiculous. He wrote a whole book about it. Mm -hmm. And for some strange reason, he chose us to talk about it. Yeah. <laughs> so, <laughs> strange but not strange. Yeah. Yeah. It's awesome. Strangely unstrange. Yeah. Strangely mm-hmm. unstrange. I like that. Yeah. yeah. Um, I don't know because we're coming to an end right now. And uh, I don't know if you guys have anything else to say. But if not, I would just like to uh, just pray for whoever's Absolutely. listening. Yeah. Um, Amen. I, first of all, I just want to if, uh, if, if you have any injuries in your body, I w- I'm going to be praying for that. If there, uh, you know, if you have any injuries or if there's any concerns or something, please message us, reach out to us, let us know. We're here for you. We're here to to help you. We're here to help you understand who you are, uh, because we never could have been where we were if people yeah. didn't know who they were and help teach yeah. us yeah. who God has called us to be. It's incredible. Um, so I'm just gonna be. I'm just gonna pray. God, you are so good. Yes, Father. God, you're so good. And you love whoever is listening. Every ear that hears this, you love. Mm -hmm. There is not one person on this earth that you do not love. You love them. Even if they're going to disobey you. Even if they're just going to rebuke you. Even if they're going to turn away, you love them anyways. Barabbas, who got let go, you loved. You loved him. God, you love these people. God, you love us. You are so in love with us. You are jealous for our heart. God, would you help us just to encounter you right now and forever? God, this next week, God, just help us to have a kingdom mindset that our minds are set on things above, not on things here on earth. God, we glorify you. We lift you up. You are so worthy of every praise. God, I thank you that you have never lost sight of my identity. That you have always seen me as a son. God, I just pray right now, if any anybody listening has any pain in their body, any joints, ligaments, cells, muscles, anything, any dislocated discs, any uh, meniscus torn, anything, any sickness at all in their body that doesn't belong, because none of it does, I declare freedom right now in their body in Jesus' name. Bones be restored. Yes. Lungs breathe. Yes. Asthma be gone. We uh, bind you and we command you to leave in Jesus' name. No more pain. Completely made whole and healed in Jesus' name. Yes. God, you are so good. He loves you guys so much. Amen. 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 Pastor Joe, thank you so much for being with us here today. Man, it was an honor, man. You guys are awesome. I'm yeah, excited. we love you so much. Yeah, thank love you. you guys too. <laughs> and this guy right here, uh, if you ever, if you've never had a hug from Nate, 
Oh my gosh, it's like Jesus hugging you. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. But, yeah. Yeah. Well, thanks, I, guys. I heard on, uh, so at my work, I've got the radio playing, and it's, you know, I forget which Christian radio. They were talking, I guess today is National Hug Day, and mm-hmm. they were saying that uh, um, this guy, w- you could call in and give someone like a, a on the air hug, whatever. And uh, this guy called and, and said that he hasn't been able to hug his wife for a year. Oh, man. Because she has, she's working. I'm, I didn't hear exactly where, but I'm assuming working on some sort of the front lines of COVID on mm-hmm. really bad. And he has, he can only have like window visits. I was like, that's so. If you need a hug, please come find me. I will hug you. I'm not afraid. <laughs> uh, I've been confirmed multiple times, yeah. like just like he said that I hug like Jesus. So if you want a Jesus hug, my arms are always wide open. I ain't afraid. Let's go. Let's go. Um, well, with that, let's let's go. Let's go. Yeah. <laughs> All right, give everybody a big air hug. Yeah, yeah big. Love you guys. Get, gotta get the grunts in there. <laughs> Man, you can cut my arms off. I'll still hug you. It's called a neck hug. <laughs> really comfortable. If you want to learn how, come ask me. Oh my gosh. Yeah. All right, well, we're done. I'm getting out of here. I think that's a good place to end this off. <laughs> yeah. Let's listen. That. All right. <laughs> Love you guys. Love you guys. Love you, man. Well, guys, that's it for us today. We hope you enjoyed the presence of the Lord with us, and we hope it blessed you in some way. Uh, If you'd like to reach out, maybe have some questions, comments, or concerns, you can find us through Anchor. Check back weekly for more episodes. And we'd like to leave you with this. In John chapter 15, verse 8, Jesus said, This is to my Father's glory, that you bear much fruit, showing yourselves to be my disciples. And then in 17, he says, this is my command, love each other. So guys, go love each other and just bear a whole bunch of fruit.